Hey everybody, before we kick off today's episode, Antonio T. Smith Jr. here, and I just want to tell all of you that if you're an avid learner of self-growth, if you want to change the quality of your life, I'm on my major events, WonderCon 2024, it's almost here. The dates are March 17th through March 22nd, that is 2024, and you can go to the website inside the show links to get to all the information there. It's in Houston, Texas. There's also a bunch of opportunity for online tickets as well. So you can watch the event live. Plus, you get the opportunity to keep the video for life as well. With an array of expert speakers, including myself, interactive workshops and a plethora of experiences, it promises to be a transformational event that you've never seen before. Please know in person there are limited spaces available and get all the details to secure a spot on the show notes. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better, you can dominate. Here we are. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a good one. Subconscious mind. Right? At some point, you got to go wide. I'm going to teach you a bunch of stuff you need to understand what I'm about to say, I'm gonna give it to you up front. Bryant just displayed it in the last phone call. Here's how you retrain your subconscious mind. You should write this down. You should retrain your subconscious mind. Number one, you ask yourself, what is the story you tell yourself and others? It's number one. Write this down. If you don't, if you have a single dream that you haven't achieved yet, you need to write this down. It doesn't mean you're behind. It means your current consciousness has not evolved to the point to draw that dream. Number one, what's the story you tell yourself and others? Go ahead, Pam. You can ask the question. Oh, you, oh, okay, okay, good. Number two, what are my, in fact, somebody just joined in, so I'm going to repeat number one. What I'm doing right now, this is subconscious mind. This is deep. And, and the I voted, you told me to go wide. I'm giving you framework so I can go wide. In order to reprogram your subconscious, it has three parts. Part number one is... Part number one is when you ask yourself, what is the story I tell myself and others? Everybody following me? What's the, what's the story I tell myself and others? That's very important. Number two. You know this already. So you know. Number two, what are my limiting, not limited, limiting, ongoing action? What are my limiting beliefs? What are my limiting beliefs? Number three, what are my fears? And or, so and slash or, 
my judgments. So what are my fears of the consequences and my judgments? Yeah, what are my judgments and my fears of consequences the way I normally teach it? <clears throat> what are my judgments and my fears of consequences? This is very important. You're not going to be able to truly receive everything the way Bryant did if you don't get this. Number one, if you want to retrain your subconscious, well, let's ask yourselves. Jerome asked me, why Antonio don't want to retrain my subconscious? Because in life, you do not get what you want. You get who you are. And who you are is your subconscious. And I love when Les Brown says that. Les Brown says, in life, you do not get what you want. You get who you are, right? And that voice that he has with that beard that's so perfect, et cetera, right? You do not get what you want. You get who you are. That's facts. I like to say it another way, but it's not taken from Les Brown. It's just in a nerd way, because I'm a nerd. In life, Chantel, you don't get your intellect, you get your awareness. You will never intellect your way to stuff. That is a lie. That's why school doesn't work. That's why YouTube is far more profitable than school. How many of you are learning more on YouTube in the business university than you've ever learned in school, right? $60,000. Yes, yeah, exactly. $60,000. Because intellect, intelligence, is not the part of the formula that draws things from the invisible world to the visible world. Intelligence says, ain't no invisible world. This is why you can have a PhD, but still have a low level of awareness. Or let's flip it. This is why you can be Floyd Mayweather, low intellect, not to diss him or anything like that. But you, you're probably not you're probably not looking forward to the next Floyd Mayweather book or brain surgery or right. You're not looking for these things. But he can make fifty million dollars in thirty minutes. That's low level of intellect, high level of awareness. This is why C students run the world, A students run labs. This is why the valedictorian this is just this is just data, right? Valedictorian constantly works for other people. C students have to work on different skills. C students have to be impressive. I actually had someone on my post post why you want to be friends with people. Why why you want people to be friends with you? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in two thousand in, in present day. It's stupid. It's stupid. It makes no sense. Because ain't nobody, allow me that colloquialism, ain't nobody hiring somebody they don't like. Can I push that further? No one's promoting someone they don't like. Why would I promote you to work next to me and I don't like you? It's common sense. I'm, I dare not promote you. Daryl Dillahunty has been promoted. And the business university to help me out with some stuff. Man, that's just good. That's good. Yeah, give him his clap. That's, just, that's fair. Cause I freaking like him. Does it make sense? 
right? It's not because I like he has skill set that I need that is to my weakness. But if I didn't like him, I just do it another way. I'll go get somebody else. But we can talk, we can get along, we can be real with each other without being rude. You ever met somebody that's conscious? Oh man, I'm woke, but they rude as hell. <laughs> come on, I, come on, I, I need some real folks. Yes, sir. I, I know a bunch of those. I, they, I, I'm what, what they call themselves? What the Hebrew Israelites are what they should say? <laughs> what they call themselves? <laughs> <laughs> That's ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense to be woke and be rude. You're not woke. Okay. A big part of being woke is to understand we're all connected. You understand what I'm saying? I have to do this for you to understand. I, I, I can't even get without giving you this framework. So here's how this works. When Daryl heard a word, his one, two, three is what I call it, kicked in. I, I don't have a fancy name for this. I just call it one, two, three. Okay, everybody? Uh, I don't have a fancy name. I just call it one, two, three. His one, two, three, boom, it kicked in. Here's how it works. Reincarnation. What's the story I tell myself and others about reincarnation? What's my limiting beliefs about reincarnation? What's my fears about reincarnation and my judgments about it? Instantly it kicked in. I walked into Chantel. And immediately, without her even thinking about how she's going to respond, one, two, three kicks in. Slap. What do I tell myself that others about slapping me? I wish a mother. Okay, you understand. <laughs> so I, got I, got, I, got, I got grace with the birdie back. <laughs> no, no, that was Teddy in the tail. So we, we live by the wish. We live this factor. Okay, yeah. All right, you're right. You, you, if y'all don't know See, that. Four yeah, and five, you know player. Four and five. You know five. what? You know what? Yeah, yeah. Let me. Because I don't think they know it. I don't, I, I don't think they got it. Just, just give me a second. If, yeah, if I hold, hold, hold on, repeat the wish factor, Cedric. Right, there we go. There we go. Because like, I, because I, I don't, I don't think they got it, Grace. Because you know, there's there's so many different people. Hold on, real quick. So I, I, I gotta press my point. Press my punch. Press your punch. Well, you know that's that's it. Press your punch, Reverend. Press your punch. All right, hold on. How does this work? I had to unplug this last time, didn't I? Or no, no, I think I put the mic by the speaker. Yeah. That's what I had to do. All right. Well, vegans and vegetarians actually feel more hungry than meat eaters. There's a scientific reason for that. I do in the house. They got the pizza all up front. How y'all doing? Nice and early. Y'all charge y'all shit. Let me get some charge tickets. We got to wait. We got to wait on our check. Get out. We ain't putting tickets on no credit card now. That's the big shit. The credit card's the big shit. You know, they all don't run too many. They got their seats early, too. They came in early. They know us. They know we'll sit in their damn seats. That's why they got <laughs> Why do you eat us? You know, they'll tell with somebody in their damn seats. That's because they lead by a different creed than we do in life. Why they gonna hope things don't go wrong? <laughs> They will get the usher because they hope 
things don't happen. They have high hopes. If they were running a little way tonight, they probably were thinking, oh, my God, we're running a little way. Oh, my goodness, I hope no one's in our chairs. <laughs> Man, I hope no one's in our seats. I don't want any problems. Bruh, we will never get to us if we don't need us. Because we don't live by the whole creed. Black people got a totally different creed we live by. It's more complication. It's the wish factor. Black people don't hope. We wish. We wish a motherfucker would be an Alright, you get the point. You get the point. You get the point. Cut to the side, you get the point. The point is, according to Cedric the Entertainer, his one, two, three says, I wish somebody would. So if I walk up to Cedric the Entertainer, it goes, slap. He's going to go, I wish. And then now he must respond according to the story he tells the seven other about how I slap him. His limiting belief. What's his limiting belief? Player. We don't, see, I don't see me turning the other cheek. I'm not Jesus. Okay. That is a limiting belief. Do you understand that? Yeah. And his fear. They're not going to make me. You're not finna, you can't slap a man. Come on. That's a fear. Yeah. You're going to take away my manhood if you slap me. The judgment. And they're not going to talk about me because you slapped me. You get it? Do you see? I, I get that I use humor and I use such entertainment and have some cussing against you, Christian. I understand all that stuff, but you'll be all right because you're grown folk. But did you get how one, two, and three played there? A limiting belief for a man slapping another man says, You're not going to treat me like some woman. Now, I'm not telling you that's right. I'm telling you that's a limiting male chauvinistic belief. That is put or bestowed up, it's been imputed on us, pushed, lavished on us. All synonyms for impute. Okay? Now, we only respond, ladies and gentlemen, with one, two, and three. That's it. That's it. You're only vibrating at the frequency of one, two, and three. I, I, it, hear me and hear me well. You are going to suffer for the rest of your life if you don't accept one, two, and three. I don't have a fancy name for it. I just call it the one, two, three. Around here, they know what I'm talking about. And when I teach it, they know what I'm talking about. One, Chantel, what's number one? Let me hear you repeat it. Give me, give it to me. What is the story you tell yourself and others? All right. Pam Norris, give me number two. Number two, what are my limiting beliefs? Limiting beliefs. Thank you very much. Robin Redfield. That's not a name at all. <laughs> Robin, give me number three. I don't know where I got Redfield from. Just sound famous. Oh, oh Redford. Yeah, probably so. What's number three, Robin? Hold on, you trying to unmute. There you go. Hold on. It's not letting me unmute you. That's all right. That's okay. Jerome, what's number three? Uh, they, it's not letting me unmute you either. Why? It's not you. Y'all unmute. Hit star six. Okay, I'm unmute. I'm it. You got me. What's number three? Number three is what, is what are your judgments and fears of consequences? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, 
every time something happens to you, it is happening to you through one, two, and three. I'm telling you, if you wanted to understand this subconscious chapter, I just broke down to you what your subconscious actually is. You'll probably never hear it taught like this. Be glad that I'm a nerd and I know neuroscience very well and spent a lot of money. I almost got my PhD in development, cognitive developmental neuroscience. It was between cognitive developmental neuroscience. Having a versatile, high-quality piece of clothing feels great. But having a whole closet full of favorites feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code staple two zero. And Jewish history. I was choosing between which one. I was going to University of Houston, Cognitive Developmental Neuroscience, and I was going to go to Rice to do Jewish history. But then I became a millionaire. I was like, nah, I'm good. That's the that's honest to God truth. I'm not lying. That's the honest to God truth. <laughs> I'm not even lying. That's the honest to God truth. That's just serious. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to spend my money in no school. I mean, come on, I'd buy this school. That's just what I'm thinking, right? All right. Anyway, every time something happens, when Bryant was on a recording line, his one, two, three kicked in. What's the story I tell myself and others? I tell myself and others I'm grateful. I'm going to be grateful. What are my limiting beliefs? Well, I don't know if I have any about this one. If I have any limiting beliefs, is don't let my flesh get in the way. That sounds like what a preacher would say. Mm-hmm. What's my fear? I'm a little stupid. That was it. But that's that not it. his fear. That was it. That was it. What's my fear? I, have no, I don't mind looking stupid. Because later in the book, we're going to get to fear of criticism. Some of y'all suffer terribly from the fear of criticism. That's why you don't like to be corrected or challenged. You know who you are. You know who you are. You know who you are. All right. Do you get it? One, two, three. Judgment. Some of us, we just judge stuff. This is where I find who's my, who, who would say, who's, who's my most religious person on the phone call? I need my most religious, spiritual. Probably, Actually, probably me. It's probably you, yeah. And, and Brian, how hard were you for me to coach you? Oh, God. Um, it was very hard for you to coach me. Reason being, it's for one, you're younger than me, sir. And hey, that was a judgment he had. Yeah. And the story he yeah. told himself and others is, uh-huh. come on, bro. Yeah, a nigga, a nigga yeah. younger than me can't speak to me. I'm, you know the <laughs> I'm saying no. Keep going. We'd already had to entertain the cousins. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> and, and two, you was bumping up against what I was raised to believe as far as the Bible ah. is concerned. Ah. You bumping up against my and how, That's right. And how did you handle it, sir? Actually, you know what? You don't answer. Grace, Deanna, y'all was here. <laughs> Who wanna go first? <laughs> okay. Not the first grade second. They don't call us twin for nothing. I know exactly how he is. So I mean I ain't doing that. I ain't gonna listen to that either. You don't you don't know me like that. 
you you can't how you gonna teach me and you younger than me I mean it was probably a plethora of other thoughts that went through his head <laughs> but he rejected completely thank you very, very much Grace did he say these things out loud and if he did how did he say them? and did he cuss when he was saying them? okay I get what you're saying but how is that gonna be like that when I know that this, uh, that's basically how it went <laughs> it was volatile violent one day he was in here slamming on my desk so he was just he was upset he was literally was slamming on the desk but this is stupid because and, and i had to break look i let him go for like an hour it was actually one we was recording a podcast it was two things two things that really changed we was recording a podcast and it was good and he was going off on me though and it was fantastic TV, Jerome. It was fantastic TV. Let me tell you. Oh, and the way I handled it, that made me look good, Jerome. And the way I corrected him made me look like a genius. And that podcast has never been released. He was expecting me to release that podcast. I went back and listened to it, and I realized it only made me look good. He was and so that, belligerent. And that's exactly, and that, that's exactly what, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that's exactly nah, you good? what he told me about releasing it. Because I asked him, I said, man, did you put it out yet? I said, I want to go back to He said, man, look. He said, I went back and looked at it. He said, that only made me look good. He said, that's not the image I'm trying to portray. He said, it was a great, it, it was a great podcast. He said, it was powerful. He said, I'm glad for your breakthrough. He said, but that in, in that manner, that's not the image I'm trying to portray from my brain. It. it only made me look good and I didn't want to tear him down so I could look good right but I break it down to him he got he had a breakthrough that night because I was supposed to be mad at him and be been, he was he was let me have it y'all let me tell you oh I was all oh, he was letting me have it but check this out he finally got to it and he was like man but why you not mad at me mad at you for what you ain't do nothing wrong yeah I did and everybody everybody they was uncomfortable Grace was uncomfortable. Tempest was just over it. She was just over, over it. Shannon needed to get some wine. I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I'm serious. Did somebody cry that night? It was, it was terrible. Who cried? Oh, he cried. I'm sorry. I cried. Nah. I cried. All right. He went out again. There he, he cried that night. So did. All right. All right. I'm serious. He cried that night. Like, it was I real. I was <laughs> Boy, I might write that book <laughs> from person to cry. <laughs> but look, his was funny. We had a he had a major breakthrough, and he couldn't understand why I wouldn't retaliate, Pam. He couldn't get it. He we couldn't get it. And I, I had to tell him, Talisha, I had to say, bro, you ain't doing nothing wrong. And he's looking at his actions. Yes, I did. And he's calling out everything he did wrong to me, how he's about to fight, and all sorts of stuff. I said, you didn't do nothing wrong. You only did what was in your subconscious. I already know what's in your subconscious. You did exactly who you are. And why would I judge you outside of what you are? That is the one statement I wanted to get to you. I had to break that one, two, three down just to give it to you. 
And since you want to go wide and aware this today, I need you to understand, ladies and gentlemen, it is not going to change that every single thing in your life is your fault and it all flows from your subconscious. Pause. Some rewind. Okay. <laughs> every single thing in your life right now is your fault. It all flows from your subconscious. I have everything in this world that I want. That's my fault. Good job. Cool. Right? There was a time in my life I didn't have nothing that I liked and was mad that I was living. That was my fault, Jerome. Now watch this here. Good job. Did you see that? You see that? I didn't say bad job because ain't no bad job. I fantastically and masterfully messed up my life. And I did it, Chantel, like a genius. Nobody can go to jail the way I went to jail. That took some godlike power to get in them kind of arguments, Chantel. Let me tell you something, Kalisha. You couldn't ruin credit the way I ruined credit. When I tried to buy my first house, it's honest to God truth. I was making a hundred thousand dollars. I was making close to a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I had money. I had money. My base salary was $52,000 a year, and I had bonuses, and I was always number one in sales. It was pushing me to about $96,000. I go to Katy, Texas. Katy is Beverly Hills. Is it that? No, it's not Beverly Whatever, Rancho Cucamongo. That's Katy. You, you know, where they go out there and they change. You understand? Do I got that right? Is that Rancho Cucamongo? You California? I got that right? They go out there and they change. The houses, uh, one million and up. Is that, is that about right? All right, Toro Toro said I got it right. All right, that's Katie. I go out there and try to buy me a house. Got all this money. Broker say, bruh. I'm not even lying. He's black dude. He's like, bruh. <laughs> I can't do nothing with you. What you mean? I got money. I had a 397 credit score. You know how fantastic you have to be to drop your credit that low? That you can't. That's not dumb. That's genius. I had to find out new ways to drop my score. I didn't even go. I didn't even know it went down to a three hundred. <laughs> three ninety seven. Took me three years to pull my credit score up to a six hundred. Took me three years. Anything in your life, ladies and gentlemen, Jerome. I'm coming to you first. I'm going to open up the Q and A. Everything in your life. Not only is it your fault, not only did it come through your one, two, three, or your subconscious, but you did a good job doing it, even if you don't like it. Mm. Jerome, say what's on your mind. <laughs> say what's on your mind, 102.1. Hey, <laughs> You crazy boy, you just crazy. Um, this is the continuation, as far as I'm concerned, from yesterday. And then you did on the earlier um, train as well. Um, what we were talking about yesterday, uh, about when you are afraid 
when someone says no to you and you get offended, there's something going on inside of you. It, it started back That's then. Right. And That's I right. went on to share with the group about how when you are uh, vibrating and, and, and materializing those things that you desire, and then when the opposite mm -hmm. comes, you fighting with the opposite when it's there to show you the appreciation of what you got. And I know some mm -hmm. people didn't give me that was okay, but I learned from the, from the book. And then you did, and then what you did with Daryl and what you did with Ryan, that, that was truly amazing. Um, and, and, and what I loved about that was, is that Dirk, Brian did not argue or resist. He received, mm -hmm. like he said, mm -hmm. process mm -hmm. what he needed. And, and all Daryl did was took what he said and, and put some more, sprinkle some more out there just in case there was somebody else who needed that. So they complimented that's each right. other, even though it wasn't the same thing. I said, that's, that's, that's pure right. genius. And you said it, it went to another level. But, what I, but for me personally, what, what was blowing me away, as I said yesterday, I'm in the 60 and over club. And I don't know for the last 20 years, um, I'm a, I'm a go-getter. I'm, I'm hungry. I, I, I'm not lazy. I work. But this thing with prosperity okay, and this thing with, with growth and all that, I'm saying, what happened? What happened? And what I realized over the last year, and this is your genius, Antonio, even though you have three, basically three separate classes, you've got sales and marketing, you've got business, and you've got personal development. But here's what I've learned, and I didn't realize it before, and I had to stop and think about this today as you brought this up previously. You sprinkle personal development over all of them. I don't, I don't know if you do it on purpose or not, but you've done that, and I realized that as I've been learning sales and yeah, marketing. completely on purpose. Yeah, as I've been learning sales and marketing, as I've been learning business, I'm also learning about Jerome. Until we know who we are, like you're doing right now, talking about those three factors, you're absolutely right. You know, that's exactly what we do. And until we're willing to accept that that's what we do, we're just deceiving ourselves. But you sprinkle that, and now I realize why in less than a year's time, the whole way I think has completely changed. I'm still hungry. I'm still not lazy. I'm still a go-getter. I still have ideals. I still have desires, but I realize that inside of me, no one took me aside, Antonio, and said, hey, Jerome, here's how you think. Hey, Jerome, here's why you're doing that. Hey, Jerome, here's, here's what you're missing here. Or even when I was doing the good stuff, no one told me, this is, this is good, Jerome. This is so that's what I'm loving right now. So I'm at a point now where I'm fun. I'm that fun. I'm, and, and, they, and then you put out this crazy book. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I, I'm like, what in the world? Amazing. Uh, the one from Phil, your, your, your comment from Phil that was posted on, on, on the. Uh, yeah. That was, he, he, oh, man. That was, that was, that was. Amen. Yes. So that's, that's where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm there and I'm just, and I'm, and I'm learning every day. Yesterday, when I called. Chantel, who I call Shannon Chantel. I called Shannon last night and I apologized and told her, I said, you know what, I miss you. And I said, and, and I said, here's the deal. I said, when we were working together, I said, you did some things to me that truly, truly helped me. And she says, Jerome, I miss you too. We got we got to check on each other. And I said, there's that damn Antonio again. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. No, thank you very much, Jerome. I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw in something real quick. I'm gonna compliment you first. I'm gonna throw in something. Well, I'm going to compliment you first, then 
tell you what we do around here in the team that nobody sees. And then I'm going to throw in something. Then I'm going to open right back up the Q&A. And I'm coming to you, Chantel, first. Then I'm coming to Alicia second. And I'm coming to Robin third. All right? Just like that. Jerome, fantastic. I appreciate you. And, and you're, you're crazy because you, nor PJ, nor Daryl, Phil, nor Susan, or John, none of y'all should be following me. If you listen to what they say. <laughs> right? Or Pam Norris, right? Or, or, or Tony. You, you shouldn't. Because that boy, he, he can't teach me. Now he's too young. <laughs> Brian was a year older than me giving me hell. <laughs> like, he, he wasn't even, he, he ain't like he was like older than me. No, he was, he was like 11 months older than me, said now. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, just, just, just a little bit. <laughs> Who the hell? Okay, yeah. So good job. Good job, Brian. I mean, excuse me, Jerome, all of you. Here's what we do around here that y'all don't know. We work hard on personal development. It is a requirement with this company, and it must happen every day. Every day. They behind right now. Oh. But they have to they have to record for me. Is it 10 videos a day? They have to record for me a month. A month, all right. They have to record for me 10 videos a month. And it has to be coaching videos, helping someone else, because I understand you can't teach something without mastering it. And every and every day, every month every month that passes by, I have us reading something else and we read as a team. Wow. So people don't see that we're, it's like we're in the gym, but we're not working on muscles. We're working on our conscience. Yes. That's why we all act alike. Get cursed out. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I will cuss them out. Don't get it twisted. I will. I will. I will absolutely cuss them out. And have and look, and I have no regret for it either. I will absolutely cuss them out. I will absolutely cuss them out. I have no regret for it because they need to, you know, listen. But never, I speak their language, Jerome. I speak their language to them. But. I just want you to understand that we work really, 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 really hard on personal development. I remember when Phil and Susan first got here, they said something that we didn't even notice. And it was, it was just mind blowing to me because none of us knew it, and it, but they caught it. it. Actually, it was like Phil, Susan, and you, Jerome, how, we, how us as a team, we interact with each other. We don't see that because we spent four years working on this. We didn't interact this way, Chantel. They didn't like me. <laughs> Shannon was waiting for me to try to sleep with her. I'm not lying. Shannon was waiting for me to try to sleep with her because I was being so nice. Actually, she'll tell you herself. She'll tell you herself. She was just, she's waiting for me to go, um, give me a little mama. You know, she's she waiting. She was just waiting. And she, <laughs> and, she, and she got mad at me one time for not trying to sleep with her, right? <laughs> not that she wanted to, but I needed to fit in this box that she understood. But I don't fit that way. That's not, you know, I've grown past that point. Sex transmutation, right? Now, here's what I'm gonna introduce him. I said, compliment, show you what we do, throw in a wrench. Call me my voice so you can hear me. Are you ready? Yes. There are no such things, no such things as relationship problems or marital problems. 
you've never experienced a marital or relationship problem in your life. What you experience is a character problem bubbling up in a relationship. <laughs> you don't like that. You don't like that. I know you don't. That's wow. who I'm going to call on. Chantel. <laughs> Chantel. Talisha. And then Robin. That's why. I picked them out for a reason. Chantel, you can respond on whatever Jerome said, whatever I said, in your own way. However you want to do it, however long you want to do it, you got the floor. Talisha's next, and then Robin. And, and if Talisha doesn't come on, her internet's going in and out. And we will respect that. Go ahead, Chantel. Okay. <laughs> My heart is racing. Okay, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> My palms is sweaty. <laughs> Good. Um. Let me okay. Let me say that I am. I'm a huge. <clears throat> okay, <laughs> my whole life right now is like doing a twist. So, I I'm like, you know, I didn't even know. I might need to spend four weeks in this job. It's crazy because uh, the call yesterday. I love Jerome how he just hit it. The call yesterday. The just walk it out Wednesday this call, the retrain your subconscious mind, the low self-esteem, and how you just said, do me a favor for me, Antonio, give me the statement that you said when you said, using both the words intellect and awareness. Yes, there is, it, well, I made two statements about that. In life, you get your awareness, you don't get your intellect. You okay. only get what you're aware to get, not your intellect, and you can have a high level of intellect but a low level of awareness. Okay. That right there is the only two words I have on my piece of paper. And wow. I have believed, sorry, I've been telling myself when it comes to intellect is that I am superior because of my mm or inferior because of my intellect. And when you mentioned, and I don't, some of you guys weren't on the call, uh, the call before here, but Antonio mentioned something about um, your learned behaviors and mm -hmm. how they, until they become natural or whatever, you're, do, you're doing what you've learned, no matter what you do. Um, I have realized that in those moments, recently now, when I am really trying to be somebody different or not react, like if somebody slapped me in the face and I'm slapped, I'm going ham, that means hard. That means in. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't know. Hard um, as a motor scooter. There you go. That means. Except for the word ain't motor scooter. And in those moments, I am trying, recently, like literally today, I'm trying not to take that superior and that inferior because I'm aware of that now that I'm just trying to be girl, just leave him alone. What's wrong with you? And because I'm trying to come from and leave that alone, 
I didn't think to one put in the one, two, three. Let me tell you that. I did not think to do that. Um, but I pause and I try to create something that's more like from a place of love. But what I've just received and just, just here just now was just come from a place of awareness. Because I'm like my mind, you always do this to me, Antonio. I'm like thinking of my old self and my new self and I'm like no battle there's no battle but it's it's difficult because <laughs> I'm hearing you and it's like intellect awareness I'm so intellectual I like him because he's intellectual Ooh, I, I need to be around people that are intellectual and the awareness level has not been so primary hasn't been so dominant I've been so focused on intellect and so and this just changes the game this just changes the game because there's many things that I, I i'm i'm a i'm a high level of awareness person i am i i am very mm -hmm. able to understand i'm huge on that and because i'm a because i'm aware of my awareness i i'm just being intellectual but i'm not making my decisions off of awareness mm -hmm. and this is why i'm yeah. receiving and i'm getting what it is that um I'm getting what, hmm, what it is that I'm getting attention to, whether it's intellectually or not. I'm, st I'm still yeah. getting that still getting, because I'm not making decisions off of my awareness. So I appreciate you one going wide because um, that was wonderful. I'm just like really sitting here, rece I'm receiving this very well. I'm receiving I sure appreciate you. very Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a question to my team my team is my team tempest the reason tempest been missing she'll be missing for the next four weeks she's in a nun she's in a class that is making us money so just know that and that's why she's missing when i ask my team this because i'm going to put my team on the spot and this is a this is a tough terrible question but i want to give chantelle comfort okay tough terrible question brian you there yeah, I just took a hard side, man. But there it is. That's one thing I can say. One thing I can say about Brian. Brian has never, ever lied to me. He'll BS me, so he because he tried not to lie to me, but he ain't never lied to me. So he never lied to me. He just won't do it. And I'm counting on the three. I honestly, and I'm not sure if I see Michelle. I don't see Michelle. So it's just you three right now. All right, you ready? How many of you thought you were better than me? Nigga, what you mean? <laughs> you younger than me. Yeah, I'm better All than right. you. I experience more than you, dog. All right, you get it? Watch this here. That's great. Give us, give us that genuine. Give us that, too. Yeah, me and Brian the same age. You younger than me. How you going to tell me what to do when you younger than me? Hey, there we go. That there, Deanna. Come on, you use the worst. No, no, you gotta talk loud. <laughs> <laughs> so mine was a little different because Antonio is older than me, but mine was. I know just as much as you. So how you gonna tell me anything? I know that already. Dude, I know that already too. So how you gonna be better than me? And I already know everything you know. Mm -hmm. And I just. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all. I finished. Need your mic real quick. 
Yeah, how you finish? We'll finish embarrassing y'all. And <laughs> Grace said, come on now. All right. Now, because you thought that way. I'm trying to listen, baby. When was the first time in, the, in, in years that you were genuinely nice to me because you thought that way? Go ahead. You go first, Brian. I'm sorry. I was I was talking to wasn't actively listening. No, you get you get it, in years. How long did it take you to be genuinely nice to me? Or in your case, I would say Christ-like life to me. You know, he only on the same church. You know, Christ-like life, nice to me because you felt that way. In years, how long did it take? Uh, it took me about about a year. Oh, because they've been in there. Okay, about a yeah, year. It, yeah, yeah, it took me about a year because because first meeting you, you know, it was it was it was rocky. It, it was very rocky. But when you proved yourself to me, and you proved like, yourself, stop, 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 because I'm 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 gonna get the last. I'm gonna get the last. You 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 about okay. to you preaching my sermon? You preaching my sermon? Oh, Great. In sir. years, in years, how long did it take you? For some of them, they had an inferiority complex. It's, it's, it's like nearsighted, farsighted. If you're nearsighted, you can't see far. If you're farsighted, you can't see near. Inferiority, excuse me, a superiority complex, you really feel inferior. So you must act superior to others. Grace, how long in years did it take you to genuinely or Christ-like be nice to me? That's a good question. Uh, let's see. She asked how long have we been together? Nah, it's, nah, it's been more than three. Because when you first met me, you took a two-year break and stayed in poverty. Because he was like, two years. <laughs> you heard it? She said two years. It was two years. She first met, she was like, nah, I'm not going to do that book. You know, it, 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 you know, two years. Deanna, and you better be real. Yes. For how long for you? Two and a half to three years. Two and a half to three years. To Tempest, four. Maybe, maybe three, three or four. Because when you have that mindset, it's hard to get rid of it because it's been in you so long. The one, two, three. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, right? That's all it is. Now, Bryant, you first. You wanted me, well, excuse me, when I, when, did I ever treat you like I was better than you? No, no. You always right. treated yeah. me like I was better than you. Okay, fair enough. I didn't see that one coming. That last part was powerful. I thought you were going to say equal, but that last part was powerful. Man. You almost tried to make me cry. I appreciate you, though. <laughs> the last part was powerful. <laughs> Damn, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah, you know. I'm going I'm I'm to make a tear drop one. You know. You know, I have my swag off for that one. That last, that last part, you have my swag off. You like my swag off. And we, and we, I'm assuming all you would say the same thing, so I'll skip that. I'm, I'll, we'll move forward. Now, oh, go ahead. Grace got something. Say, so ask your question again. Did I did I ever treat you like I thought I was better than you? In my mind, you were. Sure, sure, fair enough. <laughs> that was Shannon's problem. <laughs> 
Me and Shannon almost got into a fight, y'all. I'm telling y'all. Shannon could have beat me up in front of Grace. Am I lying? <laughs> Shannon, Shannon could have put some hands on me in front of Grace. Right? <laughs> Point here. The, what you should be gathering from here. What you should be gathering from here. Come, come here. Come over here. What you should be gathering from here or from this conversation is very simple. You should be gathering that how you perceive in your one, two, three comes out in how you treat people. Because they thought they were better than me, they had to treat me lesser than them. How many of you are in relationship right now like that? Right? All right. Talisha's internet is going in and out to with Skip Her. Robin, we're coming to you. Okay. Um, I guess just commenting on what we're, <laughs> what we're talking about, right? Whatever, yes. Anything Jerome said, anybody said, you're more than welcome. You have the floor. Whatever the universe wants you to pull out, you got it. Okay, so today, um, no, not even today, yesterday I had a conversation with someone um, and we was talking in relation to your book and the conscience mind and... Um, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, Robin. Grace say I got to pee, but I don't want to miss that. We're going to let her, we're going to let her, we're going to let her clock. Well, no, we, 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 so hold, hold on real quick. Let, let's pause because she needs to transfer to her phone. <laughs> she needs she need about 30, 45 seconds. <laughs> 30, 45 seconds. Okay, here we go. So we'll just have an awkward silence. Oh, there you go. She's on already. All right, there she goes. All right, go ahead, Robin. Okay, oh, let's see. So I was having a conversation with a client of mine, uh, according to like your book, and I was explaining to her like some of the, the scriptures that you had in the back and how even though, and for me, I grew up, 90% of my religious background is Jehovah's Witness. So in my family, we're very strict in a way, should I say, to the point where I am not, I tell people, I'm cool. I'm, I'm good with being the Joe's Wins. I really, really am. Or even just the belief system of what we believe. But what I do let people know is that I, I'm very different because my mind is a lot open than what I've learned a lot of them are, should I say? So not knocking the belief, but just some people get so religious in any religion that you're a part of you become more religious than you are spiritual and so i'm more spiritual than i am religious so hopefully that clears that up um and what i was telling her was that out of everything that i learned in my spiritual upbringing or my religious upbringing was that i was taught that there could be prosperity but only in limitations of what they want what whatever it's supposed to want me to believe like you're not supposed to have riches and if you have all these riches then it's not good or you need to give away everything that you have all this 
you need to give away everything that you have um so i've always been like a big giver but then not a big receiver at all so i was explaining to her that with me mm. reading the book it opened up my mind to for things that i already had already knew in within my own self it it's it's like also it's like it gave me permission to be like yes what you have what's been in your heart what's been in your spirit is true like i meditate a lot of ones that are within my religious sector don't believe in meditating but i'm like well if the bible tells you to meditate then how you tell me not to not to meditate or it says you know meditation is clearing of your mind that's the devil's workshop and i'm like well actually no a devil's workshop is when you're confused because he can work with a confused mind so my mindset is just really different um the other thing that i wanted to say is that i was talking to her about how i was taught that i can have things but i have to wait so i remember being maybe like 18 years old and i was like oh when i get older i'm gonna get a salon but then there was another a young lady who already had her salon at the age of 17. And I was like, how are you able to get a salon at the age of 17? And I'm older than you. And I'm not, in my mind, I'm not able to get what you already have. And I'm older than you. And I still have this mindset of I still have to wait. So like through the call, through reading the book, uh, and it's a lot of revelations are coming to me now with like i like i said i already knew it was there i just didn't trust and believe that it was something that i guess like it was available to me to use without being i don't want to say like getting in trouble for it but like i guess like god being mad like you're trying to be independent of me and so i i told myself i couldn't do what I wanted to do or I couldn't believe the way I wanted to believe because it was like me being independent of God or my higher power should I say so like that's this been a real um a big eye-opener for me I was taking some notes yeah and so the other thing quickly was that I take your also, time take your time I'm gonna let okay. I'm gonna let Phil go next if he puts something in the chat I want him to expand on but take okay. your time Phil and Denise but take your time so the other thing that I had, some of my thought process was like, I said, well, if in scripture it says, if you're, we're made in the image of God, and if I'm made in the image of God, and in scripture it says that what goes forth from my mouth will not return without result. And if I'm made in the image of God, then what makes me think? that I don't have that same power that what goes forth from my mouth will not turn without results. So my mind started clicking and it started moving. So when I tell people like, nah, I'm good with the religious, you know, that I grew up in and so forth like that, but I'm just a little different. And I think a little further outside the box, um, and I take my time with other people and I'm patient with other people in helping them to not necessarily understand what I understand, but to know what I understand or maybe how I came about to my understanding 
through my life experience, should I say. Because I, I tell the, I can't tell another person, hey, you meditate and this is what's going to happen because that's been my experience. They might, their experience might be something totally different. So when I came to the, the understanding that if what goes forth from my mouth will not return without result, because God said what goes forth from his mouth will not return without result. And if I'm made in the image of him, then every single thing that his power that he has, of course, he's going to give it to me. He gives us all of us. And as I started on my journey and researching, uh, probably could be well over 13 years ago, that um, I started to just see my, my power and my, my capabilities of everything that I'm able to do. And when I started to understand the vibration, before I even knew about the law of attraction, I understood yeah. vibration internally, not knowing how to put the words to it. So with that right there being said, like it's just a, it's this big mind blowing thing. I tell people, I, I can't tell you, but I can show you and then that will tell you what needs to be said. But I might can't tell you in words, but I can definitely show you. Uh, so yeah, that's um, that's my that's my that's my thing. <laughs> well, it's beautiful. No, no, it's beautiful. Appreciate you. It's beautiful. Yeah, Chantel's already clapping for you. So we're joining. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, this is this is this subconscious stuff is real. Get ready. I feel I'm getting ready to call on you. you. You posted a comment about life is about elimination. I'm going to have you expound on that. I'm about to just drop something real quick and call on you. Well, yeah, I was having to go to the bathroom. Ah, yeah, that's what it was. All right. You got to eliminate. Hey, if you don't eliminate, you ain't going to be happy for very long. I'm just saying. That is One true. One of the secrets of life is elimination. <laughs> and there you go <laughs> but it's also true about it's also true about your thinking you know one of the best books on your subconscious mind is called the power of your subconscious mind by dr joseph murphy written in 1963 that's that's one of the most powerful books on your subconscious mind but for you to be able to let something else in you got to eliminate what you're already holding on to and that's one of the things that a lot of people struggle with is how do you, what do you let go and what do you hold on to? And what do you keep? And that's where having people around us to help us to be discerning that we can bounce ideas off of and become part of a mastermind group is for. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's absolutely correct. Appreciate you, Phil. <clears throat> Denise, wait one moment. I want to see Torre. I see you trying to unmute your mic and I, I'm, I'm going to see if you ride this same energy. Yeah, go ahead. I can hear you. Yes, sir. First, hi, I'm new. It's Ray Carter. Um, <laughs> hi, I'm new. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's crazy hearing about this because the things that I've had to overcome these past three years, um, just transitioning from how I grew up to the reason why I was involved with the game of football. And the reason why I was involved with the game of football was to it's, it was to, it gave me a chance to hone in on something that I could control. It was my church. It was my sanctuary. And I've been doing it since I was six years old. Fast forward to now 
having coached in the NFL, having played professional football for seven years, and having coached at the NCAA for three years, I had to make a decision to walk away from the game, which was extremely hard. But what I had been doing to lead up to that was a lot of mind elevation, eliminating things. And that was the hardest thing for me to do was let go of the game that has been good to me and bad for me at the same token. So just hearing about everybody's story is really motivating. I just want to encourage you all to keep sharing your stories because it's, it's compelling. It's, it's enlightening and it's most appreciated. But I just want to, I'm on the same page. I'm feeling the waves. I'm feeling the vibrations. And Antonio, that book you got, it's amazing. So I appreciate you. Man, I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, I appreciate you. It, it was, ah, oh, man. It, that's you. To Chantel, is she still on? With a phone disconnect? Oh, no, there she is. Oh, you, you moved. You was in the middle. Now you're on top right for me. When she was the intellect awareness, that book is written in awareness. It comes off intellectually at some point. Feel, I really, I should have, I should have like recorded him. He, he said, I was on the phone with him. He said, it's, man, it's, ah, how did he say it? It's, a, it's like a conversation with me. It is a, it's a, it's, ah, he said something so great that I can't remember it. But he said, it's a manual. But the way he said it, it is a conversational manual. To happiness. <laughs> I'm so stealing that. I'm going to quote you, though. I'm going to quote you. I'm going to quote you. I'm going to put it here. A conversational manual to happiness. That was incredible. That was incredible. The guy has a way of words, though. Phil has mastered making the fewest words go the furthest. So make sure you learn how to do that. <laughs> Good. So that's those drop the mic moments y'all be saying. Denise, I wanted to get Torrey. Because I know, because Denise is just powerful, beyond power. Denise, whatever you want to say, for however long you want to say it, you <laughs> got the floor. <laughs> um, so I had a snow day today, so I'm I'm trying to warm up my brain a bit. So forgive me if it doesn't come out great. Um, but so I want to kind of have make a effort at throwing my hat into this religion conversation. Sure. Um. And let me preface it by saying that I'm not um, uh, an overly religious person now. At, there was a time when I was, and I became very critical of religion and and stopped going um, because many of you know I'm on the on the back end of it, so I see more than I should, and, and then it's hard to believe what folks put before you. So I stopped going for a while, and then I became, I guess you, you would you would call it aware that of certain things that I, I could begin to see people for where they are and transcend that to be able to establish a relationship for myself with my creator. So with that said, isn't everything that is taught to us or that is structured in the form of religion or anything else that we adopt into our lifestyle simply a reflection of someone else's level of awareness. And we take that I'm sorry, I clapped too early. for ourselves until something else triggers another level of our awareness. 
And, and I, I ask that because a lot of times, and I'm not saying anybody on this call is doing it, but a lot of times whenever anybody talks about religion compared to awareness, um, they speak in, to, you know, about religion in a critical sense. Like it's, it's all wrong and everybody's, you know, it, they just, it's very, they're very critical of it. And those folks in that lifestyle, if you will, of any religion are there because that's simply the level of awareness that they have right now. And perhaps it's up to those who have a greater level of awareness to trigger their greater level of awareness. And it's just a continual, a continual progression. And like I had someone, somebody posted on uh, Facebook once, they, they had uh, reached their 30th birthday and they were like, I'm happy to be in my 30s now because now I can see the result of everything I worked hard for in my 20s. And I responded back, well, wait till you get to your 40s because then at least you'll know what to do with the stuff you were able to see in your 30s. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a constant level of, of transitioning higher into levels of awareness. And so I almost didn't comment because Phil kind of answered my question a bit when he said, um, that's the purpose of having people around you who can continue to speak to various levels of awareness so that those triggers get you know, fired and you begin to progress. But, you know, I just, I, I find concern when people are, are critical of, and I have done it. I've been critical of my religious past, growing up in the church, et cetera, et cetera, at one time or another, until I realized, you know what? That was the lens that somebody else was looking through and they were giving me the best that they had at that time. And it's up to me to move to another level, if that makes sense. There's a question. That makes there, plenty so. of sense. No, what, no, no. I got your question. I got you. I, yeah. Let's let's re when I restructure the question. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, do that. Okay. The let's go back to the intellect and awareness thing because I'm going to answer a question through that lens. Intellect. Not, not that Denise is doing this, but intellect is her observation, there we go, intellect is her observation that when we talk about religion, we're critical. Awareness is understanding we're only critical about what we have the best relationship with. We, see, there's this two different things. We only criticize what we're most alike as humans. If you're not Muslim, you're not criticizing Muslims. You're not. You're just not. Can I push it for me? If you're not, mm, I probably shouldn't push that that far. I'm, ew, this is going to hurt some folks. I do apologize in advance. If you're only criticizing gays, because the secret thoughts you have in your own mind, that's why you're so crucial about it in your own past. <laughs> Jerome gave me a thumbs up, so I'm good. <laughs> this, this is why you do this. We criticize women because I'm a woman. I criticize men because I'm a man. I'm a man, right? You get it? Whatever we have the most in common with, we criticize. Of course, okay, I got you. Of course, I'm going to, you know, criticize religion because 
even though even if somebody bounced pushback, like, I'm not a religious anymore, but but it was pushed on you, and you relate more to what you criticize. If that doesn't buy it, if you don't like like that argument, I give you the scientific argument that's very hard. I give you the scientific argument that's very hard to deny. It's quantum physics. Antonio T. Smith Jr. can never hate what's not in him. It's quantum physics. The only way that I cannot like something is I must have that form of that something in me. I'll prove it. The what we call Indians in America, the Native Americans, get ready, Deanna, I'm gonna call because I saw you had your hand up. What we call Native Americans, they never saw the ship or the ships of Christopher Columbus. They never seen ships. This is quantum physics. The same way when Denise's mom got a car, she never seen that car, but when that car drove into awareness, she saw that car everywhere. It happens to all of you. You know what I'm talking about. So that car, oh, okay. And that, now, every time you turn around, you're seeing that car. Or when you're introduced to a new word, you hear that new word at least three times or one time in the next three days. It's quantum physics. The reason you now notice it is because it's now in you. And now your brain can see it. And if I don't like how Pamela treats me, it's because I also treat people that way too. I just don't want to admit it. Or I have the propensity to treat people that way, or as Phil wisely just said in chat, you see in others what you are yourself. Because nobody can hurt you but you. He's right. Get it? I got a lot of hands up. Deanna first. Talisha second. Chantel third. And then we'll go from there. I just had some connecting of dots. That's all. I thought I had a question, but I didn't. I just had some. Expose those thoughts. Just like Chantel and Jerome, I now understand the connection between Grace's call last night, while a walk it out Wednesday, and tonight's call. Because Shannon said, when people tell you no, you're not getting angry at them, it's a character flaw within yourself. And then Brian was talking about, I am, this is what I am, this is what I am. And what you are, and I think in that, in that call you mentioned, what you are deep within will come without, or this call, and then you just said, what you see in others, the, whatever you see in others that frustrates you is something that's within yourself. So it just kind of connected some things for me because over the last, I don't know if this is my awareness raising or if I'm actively, if I'm paying attention to detail or actively listening more, but I'm noticing how things and other people that frustrate me or trigger something within me, I realize it's because I do the exact same thing. Yeah, that's facts. So you just kind of connected <laughs> everything for me. Yeah, think about it. Well, anyway, I won't even explain it. Let me, let me just, it's facts. There's no, it's facts. And what I gave to you was hard science, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, I'll, I'll just open up 
for 30 seconds. That car that Denise, I could use her as an example, never saw, that car has always been there, Jerome. But the mind is so powerful, it took a 2,000-pound vehicle and made it disappear. But it didn't just make it disappear. It then showed you the background on the other side of it as if it was never there. That's how powerful the human mind is. And it wasn't until you got a form for that that you can see it everywhere. And that's why some of you can't get the prosperity because you reject every damn thing. And every time you reject, you miss prosperity because you don't have a form of it. And the law of attraction is re manifestation or, or response to rejection is disease. That's why you're sick all the time. Always got a headache, the doctor can't explain. On this phone call, I've had four people Four people on this call, four people tell me how angry they were at this call. That's a real number. That's a real number. I've had four people tell me how angry they were, two of them flat out disconnected. I'm not even joking. Why? Because truth. Is hitting them, and when it hit your one, two, three, you can't handle that. That was you. Cognitive dissonance is the neuros, neuroscience, neurological word for that. When two neurons are holding competing ideas, it biologically causes frustration. This is why you can't tell a Trump supporter anything bad about Trump, nor can you tell an Obama supporter anything bad about Obama. They're just going to dig in even further. Because the truth is not relevant. It is, that's not what they want. They want to hold on to their ideas. This phone call is the least offensive. Part. You know how offensive I can be? How direct I can be? <laughs> this is me, that's all. <laughs> we, we know I'm barely saved. We know this. <laughs> I have a no reaction. You know, I, I'm not fooled at all about my salvation. I'm going to need all the grace to get in. But it's not me. It, it, it's the talking about the subconscious. When I said everything is your fault and there's no relationship problems, there's only character problems, and you run everything through how you feel about it, how you tell your stories, how your limited beliefs, and how this and that, that made all the responsibility on you. And you can't handle that. So when I read out loud, Phil, nobody can hurt you but you, somebody was pissed off at Phil for saying that. Because now this is data. We run to religion so we don't have to take responsibility for our own lives. And so we become <laughs> old. We so we pray in a bullet. They shooting, Pam. They shooting, and we jump on our knees and we pray. Lord, please don't let these bullets hit me. Instead of moving from the bullet, <laughs> <laughs> somebody oh, else is dead. Anyway. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot. I. I came out of order. Whatever order I gave you next. <laughs> oh, I think. 
Well, let's go with Talisha. And then uh, I, I reestablish order. Talisha, Chantel, Robin, Thomas. Actually, no, no, no. Talisha, Thomas, Chantel, Robin, because Thomas hasn't gone yet. Go ahead, Talisha. Okay. So I wrote some notes down. Uh, Antonio, I hope you don't mind me being... Honest. Take your time. Okay. Take your time. Be honest. Hold on. Let, let, let me pause real quick. If somebody, tells, if somebody tell my team all the time, and I started with telling Shannon at first because she got it. She was the fastest to get it. Kalisha hit me very well. Okay. This is what I'm going to tell you exactly the way I tell Shannon because she got it first. It's going to be offensive to some people, but I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Talisha and Shannon, okay? Talisha, you are God. And God would never hurt me. You can say whatever you want because God would never do anything to hurt me. Remember, my number one belief is we're all connected. Someone earlier said, made in his image. You can say whatever you want, Talisha. You will never, ever, ever hurt me because you're God and God would never hurt me. That's how I view you. Okay, go ahead. Y'all can see my face right now is beep red. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I took several notes. Everything that everybody said in here is me combined in one. From the time that Brian talked, Deanna, Jerome, including Grace and Shannon from yesterday. All that is, it's like a super angry person right now combined in one. And right now I'm so close to tears and I told I told Antonio I wasn't, but I think I need to release this because I asked God to change my character. I asked him and I'm not ready. Because he's showing me right now. You just helped somebody, Talisha. Keep going. You just helped two people in in front of me. When you said I asked him, but I'm not ready, you just helped Deanna and Grace. Keep going. I'm not ready because I'm fighting it. If that makes sense, I am fighting it. And everything you mm-hmm. said was right. Here's some of the stuff I wrote down. One that you really pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> I do that. I do that. (laughs) Is when you said um, there is no marriage problems. Oh, Lord. It's a character issue. (laughs) And something inside of me want to be like, no, you're not going to sit there and tell me that it's just me. But then when I realize it, the stories I tell myself. Has everything to do with what I'm dealing with right now. And this is from the age of six to to I am now 29. That's how long this Mm -hmm. has been built up in me. 
And now if something's letting me know, Tanisha, let it go. But as I try to let it go, God, I was not, I'm, I'm talking to God right now. I was not ready for this call. Mm. Um, everything that hits me first, I get stubborn automatically. I'm a May baby. I get stubborn automatically. As soon as y'all start talking, I got stubborn. Then after <laughs> my stubborn hits, then two voices come in my head fighting it. A good one and then a bad one saying, well, I know there's no good and bad, but one saying, Talisha, this is what you asked for. The other one saying, no, you don't need to hear this mess. And mm. that's when the anger comes in. Mm. And then I'm when the good. anger set in and y'all kept talking, then the tears start coming. Mm. When I don't know how to say this without, I'm not, okay, I'm, I'm telling my business, but not telling my business. Okay, guys? Okay, fair enough. You know what you can do? If you, if you, if you get that personal, you can, you can talk about James and Deanna. I want James to be my We just happen to be. I'm just messing. Okay, Yeah. Yeah. But we'll just be overhearing your conversation. That's all. So speak freely. There's no judgment. Yeah, because I feel like I need to get this out. Until I do, it's it's going to sit there right in my heart right now. Um, okay. I had gotten into it with all of my husband's siblings. You mean Deanna did? Oh, Deanna. Deanna got into it. There you go. <laughs> and I never knew why she, and Deanna never knew why they didn't like her. Was it because she was married to James? There you go. Or Deanna had something she needed to fix about herself, but she wasn't willing to fix it at the time. And started making excuses or coming up with examples of, no, they did this, so this is why I did that. Basically Mm -hmm. back to not taking responsibility for my actions. And it took four years for Deanna to get over this after having that encounter. And there one thing go. I have to say, God kept bringing Deanna to the same situation year after year after year mm-hmm. after year. You know what? Talk, talk. First year, oldest sister came stay. Second year, mm. younger sister came stay. Third year, Dad came stay. Fourth year, the young sister wanted to come again. Destroy Deanna's relationship. But Deanna never saw it was her problem. Mm-hmm. Got talk, Deanna talked to one of her nieces that are young, that is younger than her. And her niece and them just got to talk. They were just talking, just talking. And niece experienced the same thing Deanna experienced growing up because they lived in the same household. Mm. One is biologically kin to the woman that raised her and Deanna isn't the woman that raised her. Niece says something smart. Chantel, you're going to be the niece. Chantel said... Remember that lady used to always, when other women came into the household, 
she always felt like she had to be the dominant one. Mm. It clicked to Deanna. That's why every time another woman comes in my household, I have an issue with them. I feel mm. like I need to be dominant. I have to be the dominant one. Mm. Ain't nothing going past in my house unless I said it happens. That was that was one one story I had to retell myself. Mm-hmm. Then Deanna tried to fight being like the woman that raised her all her life. All to find out that she is exactly like her. Mm-hmm. Have the same character. Mm-hmm. Now she has to clean it all up. Because it's another story she's trying to tell herself. It's because she has a child she's trying to raise to let her know you don't have to live this life like this. Coming to 2017, when I met Antonio, I tried to fight it again. I told God I wanted to start my business. And I want to change myself as a person. Got on a call with Antonio one time, denied everything he told me. <laughs> I, that's the first, the first time I met Antonio, I hated him. The first day, that's sad. The first day I met him, I hated him. And I was like, this dude is crazy. Like, do he hear himself? He has a strong... His arrogance is just, it's just strong. Like it was, it was, it was bumping against my stuff, and I could not deal with it for the moment. Do I see you laughing because they all said the same thing? <laughs> so I was like, when you mentioned Antonio, when you just said to me, Talisha, no matter what you say right now, remember that you are God, That's and you fine. can never hurt me. I start to cry again because it took me back to the moment I met you. Mm. And if everything you threw at me, I was angry, stubborn. But in my head, Talisha, this is what you asked for. Wasn't ready again. And after I got to know you, after that first day, I started like, okay, I got this. I got this. Uh, you know, and I started feeling better. And I was like, God wasn't letting me go. He was holding my hand the entire time through this all. Mm. Antonio, I thought you was very arrogant at the time when I first met you and I thought I was always wrong. Everything that came out of my mouth, I thought I was wrong. And I was like, Brian, when Brian mentioned that, uh, how he got upset with you, like how he wanted to to fight you at that moment. (laughs) At that moment, I felt as though you hated me because I was mm-hmm. going against everything that you were saying to me. And you, it got to a point where you stopped texting me. And I was like, okay, I didn't pissed him off. <laughs> that's how I, that's that. how I, I really felt. So when he did it, I was like, okay, I done made another person upset. And not intentionally, not trying to do it because I want to upset them is because I didn't understand or I put like this, I was hoping you would understand me, but I took it the wrong way. And guess what? The whole time you were calm. You were calm. I'm the one still thinking you're mad at me and realize, oh, I don't have to worry about him being mad. This is who he is. He's going to always be calm. 
And what bothers me the most, my husband is the same way. No matter what we go through, mm. Deanna and James, <laughs> <laughs> James is always calm. I've come to realize that there is something wrong with me. I do have a character issue. There you go. And it's time to get it fixed. And I'm going to have to take it one day by day, no matter how it hurts, to clear to cleanse this out. This is a this is very negative detox, full years full of this, and I'm ready to let it go. So that's why I wanted to say, guys. Hey, yeah, yeah, no, you you gonna clap? No, no, no. I'm not gonna. I want y'all to pay attention to something because I do this all the time and I don't think y'all pay attention to when I do it. I've trained myself as hard to be in sync with everyone, everything. Not perfect. Right now, I know I'm not supposed to say nothing. Feel is. If you don't mind, would you be the response of God to Talisha, whatever you going to say? No pressure there. <laughs> well, Talisha, you just got to remember that God is love. And you have to first start by loving yourself. And that's why that Jewish guy said, forgive us our screw ups as we forgive those who screw up against us or something like that. And the most important person to forgive is yourself. So you can start anew, you can begin a new life today. I've given out what I call my celebrate you. And I think I've shared this before, but I think this is an appropriate time. I got this when I was in my twenties and I probably have not done a presentation where I haven't given this out. I gave it to a group of teachers once and then that teacher gave it to another teacher. And then that teacher gave it to her students. There is a woman that was being abused. She got through the abuse and she goes to college. And she takes this Celebrate You, instead of putting in her dorm, she put it outside her dorm in the hallway. One day there was a knock on the door. She opened the door and there was a young man, literally tears rolling down his face. And she looked at him and she says, what's wrong? He said, listen, I was ready to get into my car and run it into a tree. But after reading this, I realized how that would make no sense at all. So it's called Celebrate You. You are worth celebrating. You are worth celebrating. You are unique. In all the world, there's only one you. There's only one person with your talents, your experience, your gifts. No one can take your place. Only one of you was created, unique in your own way. You have an immense potential to love, to care, to create to grow, to sacrifice, if you believe in yourself. It doesn't matter your age or your color or whether your parents loved you or not. Maybe they wanted to love you, but they just didn't know how. Let that go, it belongs in the past. You belong in the now. It doesn't matter what you've been, the wrong you've done, the mistakes you've made, the people you've hurt, you're forgiven, you're accepted, you're okay, celebrate you. Begin now, give yourself a new birth today. You are you and that's all you need to be. 
You're temporary. Here today, gone tomorrow. But today can be a new beginning. It can be a new life. You deserve that new life. It's given freely. That is the miracle of being. So celebrate that miracle and celebrate you. Wow. Talisha, you can respond to that. Thank you, Phil. You allowed me to go forward, letting me know that I can move forward and forgive myself. Thank you. Amen. I want you to pay attention. There's a few more people. If you, if you want to talk, raise your hands. I know Thomas was next. And Evo, they actually just sent you a text. I can feel you. So I'm going to make room for you to speak. Chantel, yeah, Chantel, so I probably let everybody go after Chantel or something like that. But Thomas, oh, I know you're next. I can feel her too. You can feel her too. Okay, then good, good. Here's what I want to tell you. Know when to shut up. It, it's, I have plenty to say. I understood feel had what God wanted to say. That's a, there's a big difference. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's a big difference. And it takes a big person, and I don't mean to big myself up, to know when to lower themselves. Remember that, because I do it all the time. I, I, I do it all the time. Tempest, is you supposed to go? Is it? I do it all the time, and I'm not sure if you actually, y'all actually caught what's be happening. Mm-hmm. I'm actively listening. I have no. In fact, the best way I can explain it is when Talisha was talking, I was absent. You're not used to that. That's Eastern thinking. Western, you want to be present all the time. So you hyperactively listen. Someone's talking, yep, yep, uh-huh, uh-huh, gotcha, yeah. No, no, that's good, yeah, yep, yep. Eastern thinking, if you ever seen The Last Samurai, there's a point when, when the, the white man who's now a samurai, Tom Cruise, is trying to master the samurai, but he can't. And the guy tells him, too many minds. Hold on, get ready, Thomas, but, but just, just give me one second because that actually, yeah, I thought so. Here we go. Wait one second, because this is important. Right after this video, Thomas, you're going to talk. Without, I'm not going to say nothing. You're going to talk. Is he sitting there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, right after this video, Thomas, you're going to talk. It might be the universe setting you up for the greatness that you're about to spit out. Here you go. What's that? No, I don't want to leave. This for you. Too many minds. Too many minds? Mind a sword. 
Mind the people want. Mind the enemy. Too many minds. Don't mind. Don't mind. Thomas, you up. Give me one sec. I'm, I'm going to be obedient to the spirit that I feel. Whoever's supposed to come after me, let them go first. Something tells me I need to gather that info. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's go with, was somebody next? I don't remember. Robin. Was it Robin? Oh. Evody. It was MOD. Yeah. Bashangi? Uh, was it you, Robin? I saw you wave your hand. Yeah, it was, but I'm totally good. You're totally this good. This is time for silence for me. Amen. So then, this is the time for speaking from Miss Bashangi. You have the floor. Are we back to me? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, time. MLD, plug in your mic, do whatever, because your energy is so strong. And I'm telling you, those opposing forces, boy, they don't want me to hit. They don't want me to hit. Let's see. Is that the Texas talk? They was talking about being Indian with my Texas talk. Can you hear me? I'm from Texas. I can hear you. And we fit in two. Alright, go ahead. Um, I actually don't have um I don't have a lot to say. But um 
So hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on real quick. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right. I want you to I want you to do me a favor. I just want you to I just want you to ride my energy, my vibration. Okay. Now what I want you to do, and I'm, I'm gonna look at the camera, so I'm looking at you. I want you to know that there is no difference between me and you. Not a single one. Not one. No difference. As a matter of fact, not only should I honor you, new information, but I am you. That will never stop being the truth. It will always be the truth. Every day you wake up, I wake up. When you hurt, I hurt. You're not by yourself. You are not left alone again. And I love you. Now you can talk. Um, I guess I'm fighting too. I'm just fighting and it seems as though I wasn't, I wasn't going to get on this call. I really wasn't. And it's like, I came at the perfect moment. Um, this is just so in alignment with what's been happening in my life and the transformation that's happening. And like getting to the point where I feel like I'm at a, like a threshold or something and I'm fighting it. I'm just really fighting it. Like everything Talisha said, and like I couldn't even look at the camera because I'm like, nope, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Was I arrogant too? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Months without talking to you because I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't know how to let go. And it's funny because I went live talking about that pain of letting go. Like when the pain of holding on is worse than the pain of letting go. I was speaking about that because that's what I was feeling at that moment of like, had enough of this. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't. Like, what, why am I still even holding on to this? I don't want this anymore. I don't want to think like this. I don't want to act like this. I don't want to make the people around me feel like this. I don't want to make, keep making excuses. Like, I want results. And it's like, I was just ready to let go. But I'm like, as I'm on this call, I'm realizing, and I had people messaging me and commenting, how, how do you let go? And like, I had to call my girl, I'm like, girl, how do you let go? Because <laughs> I realized, I'm like, I don't know how to let go. I don't know how to let go. Like, especially now, just hearing Talisha talk and just how, ah. Uh, 
I'm just fighting it. And you're doing a wonderful, you're doing a wonderful job fighting it, number one. But you're doing a wonderful job being present and not fighting it as well. Mm -hmm. Two things I'm going to do real quick. Chantel, go. That's thing number one. You know what you're supposed to do. Go ahead. <laughs> Almost like it's all here. I can't get it out here. Don't think it. Awareness it with your heart. I need you, Chantel. I need you. Where we are at, we are speaking about here right now in Evaldee and Talisha is such is such an amazing place to be at. And we sometimes are wanting to figure it out, figure stuff out. Is this for me? Do I need this? Should this be in my life? Do I have to let this go? I know I don't want this. I know this isn't good for me, but maybe it'll, maybe if I just stay on the calls, maybe if I just keep talking to my girl, maybe if I just keep reading the books and listening to the videos, then I'll start to attract different things. I'll start, something will be better for me because I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, right? But where you are at and being completely honest with where you are at is all you have to do besides trying to figure it out. That's right. All you have to do is take ownership for that simple phrase of I don't want this and take the only person that's gonna remove it from your life is you. Mm. So, um, yeah. Yeah, you said it perfectly. The way I say that is anything you can account for, you can control. They're taking ownership, she said. Everyone. All you got to do. Evelyn, I said I was going to do two things. Thing number one was calling Chantel. Thing number two is I'm going to give you a challenge. And you're going to love this challenge. I want you for the next three days in your own way, in your own way, I want you to teach on how to let it go. Right now, you got two different thoughts popping up in your head. You had one thought in which you received me, you listened, you were humble, it happened first, it was all good. And then a nanosecond later, I had you all the way effed up, didn't I? <laughs> that's how it works. That's, that's how it works. That second thought is your true you. <laughs> that first thought is your learned behavior, okay? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that representative. That, that representative is your intellect. <laughs> Go ahead, Chantel. Can I just... As sure. well, tell Evelyn how much I love her 
I'm never gonna stop that. That's crazy. You trying to you trying to maybe mess up my blessings? I, girl, I love you so much. You are so powerful. You are so powerful. You bring so much joy to my life. Okay. Wait a minute. Everybody over here crying. There's Jerome crying. Grace over here trying to be tough. God, we come to you right now, not into the class, but in strength of Talisha and Evo D right now. It is inappropriate to pray according to standards, but I've been known to be inappropriate a time of two. Actually, you lift these two queens up, young, black, beautiful, and a bit angry. Yet they've already found their way. They just don't know it. On this timeline, they can't see how they found their way, but they have. The way it's already been shown. It's already been found. On another timeline, 10 years from now, four years from now, 10 days from now, they're happy. And they're looking back, saying how this conversation changed their lives. I ask that you take from Phil, Susan, myself, overflow, and bestow it upon them. Because we know you don't even have to take from us because you have plenty more. Give them peace that surpasses all understanding. Give them hope. Make them be a beacon of woman light for their daughters. One has a son. Let her raise a son that's proud of his mom. God, I declare right now that the trouble is over. The pain, it's past. The love is more abundant. And this mastermind becomes a family to them. And you duplicate this mastermind into their various cities and countries. Lastly, God, I ask that you keep anybody away from them that means them harm. And only allow them to attract the people that mean them their greatness. They are already great. And we love them in the same spirit that Chantel just loved Evo D. As far as my faith goes, in the mighty name of Jesus, amen. <laughs> Evo D, did you, would you like to respond? There you go, you got it. Um, I received so much from that. And like, and when I say received, I still kind of felt like I wasn't really hear, hearing, but I felt like I was receiving. Like I yeah. even, 
it's almost like I can see how I have more to look look forward to than I do to complain about. And I know that it's, I know I wasn't on the call, but like, it's just the story I keep telling myself. Like I just continuously tell myself this, but I'm like, I can see how I have, I have so many people that care about me. I've never had that before. I have so much to pull from. I have so many, I even know how to use what's inside of me to go out and not just serve, but make a living. Like I, I, things are so much more clear and I don't know, I just, I received that. I really received that. And I, and it's almost like I knew it, but I don't know why I wasn't able to receive that. And I really did. So I just want to thank you and everybody on the call. You're very welcome. We appreciate, actually, we appreciate you, Chantel. And we appreciate you, MOD. The reason you can't receive is just because you're one, two, three. You missed it earlier. That's the way your subconscious works offline. Chantel would explain it to you. Uh huh. She explain it to you in love. And you were just like Bryant. You weren't doing nothing wrong. You were just doing what you already programmed yourself to do. And I'm not mad at you. I can't be. And Brian and wow. is too, Ebony Brian. <laughs> I can never be mad at Brian for being who Brian is. You you have to if you if y'all read the This time I'm not plugging the book, but I'm about to bring it up. But this time I'm still in the spirit of of Chantel's tears. So I'm not plugging the book. No salesman here. <laughs> There's a chapter called Law of Allowing. It's at the very end. And it has a strong Abraham Hicks tone because no one explains it better than Abraham Hicks. And I made sure in my integrity that I gave her credit. FOD. And you, you are perfect as is. Everybody listen to me. This is getting ready to go against your grain of teaching. You're not going to like, Denise is going to like it though. Denise is going to like this. Yeah, yeah. Denise is going to like this because she's crazy. <laughs> the rest of y'all are probably not going to like this. Denise will. You're perfect, FOD and Talisha. Only thing wrong with you is you let somebody like me convince you you got to grow. That's bullshit. Excuse me. That is BS. You don't have to grow. Stop growing. See, going against the grain. You don't have to grow. As a baby, you were closest to being God as you ever have been. You know what happens as you start growing? Parents start knocking that growth out of you. We start putting our limitations on you. Stop trying to grow to the level that you want to be and just accept you're already at that level because you are that level. The level can't exist without your consciousness. There are no levels. The hip hop saying, there are no levels to this. You are the levels to this. Everybody, stop trying to grow. That's your problem. To say you need to grow is also to admit you don't have growth. 
It is to say something is wrong with you. And so now you need to fix you in order to be closer to God or to you you want to be or whatever it is is your tell us, your goal. Think about that. Let's just say, for instance, you buy into my whole, Talisha, you God, you can't hurt me. Let's just say you buy into that. Or let's say more comfortably for someone like Brian, you are made in his image. God ain't got to grow. All right, bro. So if you made in his image, why are you growing? Why are you not being? There's a phrase I love to say. The problem is you're, you're confusing. If you want to understand why I think you're God, I'll give it to you right now. I'll give it to you. In fact, you can actually YouTube this. I mean, Jim Carrey would say something like this too. But it's, it's, a thought, it's an Eastern thought. Remember, the world started in the East. The Eastern thought I'm about to give you. You think, Chantel, that a drop in the ocean is something different. It's not true, FOD. It's not true, Thomas. There's no difference between the drop in the ocean and the ocean. See, when you, you somehow let Western thoughts and your thoughts separate the drop from the ocean, but it can be no drop without the ocean. Not only does the drop drop in the ocean, but it's still connected to the ocean. Yeah. The drop or the wave, maybe you understand that, the wave, when the wave breaks, the reason science says waves break because the water underneath the surface is moving slower than the water above the surface, and you get this effect, and the white caps happen in the wave. Yeah, I'm a nerd. It's just I know stuff I shouldn't know. <laughs> Now, FOD has said the wave is something different, Pamela, PJ. The wave ain't no different. The wave is still connected to the ocean. And the ocean is God. The wave is just the individuality that you can relate to. That's all. You can never separate a wave from the ocean. No different than I can separate Phil from God. Hmm. Never. <sighs> Sorry about that. Some, oh, Thomas. Thomas was next and last. Thomas, make it happen, my man. I'm so glad I listened to my to the spirit to tell me to hold off and let let the energy move the way that ebb and flow. Good. And what I see taking place, it's going to take a lot more than just this one conversation, this one mastermind to unpack it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do this class like four weeks, like I did the other one. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm going to do subconscious for three more weeks. I'm going, I won't have to decide that. Go ahead, though. <laughs> oh, man. So w what's taking place is that 
I think a lot of us have identity crisis. Or you could say identity theft. We don't realize it. That we we confuse our do with our who. And we get caught up in the things that we do, the things that we're good at, and we're so attached to those external activities because they lead us to things that we forgot who we are. And when we lose them things, like say a pro athlete no longer can play basketball, football, they go crazy. Or whatever, you're a great speaker, but now you lose your voice, you can't speak no more. So you're going crazy because you have, you have created an identity from the external, not the internal. And in order to find yourself to really get to where you need to be, to be who you're supposed to be, to be who you are, you got to go inside. Everything you want is inside of you. You was born with it. If I create something, I create it with a purpose. It already is supposed to function that way. It, but what we do is we go against our purpose because we're trying to please the external. See, we get caught up in the lust of things, the lust of flesh and pride. But all that's coming from the message that we're receiving from the outside. The message from the outside has become louder than the message on the inside. So we're running with that constant, with that internal conflict because your true character, your true spirit that was separated, see, because death, death is spirit separated from the body. And when Eve ate that fruit and Adam ate that fruit, they separated the spirit from the body. So what became our teacher is this world. And we've been fighting it ever since. You know who you are. You know what you can do. But here's the caveat. You don't want to take responsibility. You don't want to be accountable. Because once you show people your greatness, now you got to be consistent in that greatness. Okay. You said something right there. And we're scared of our greatness. So we play little because we don't want people to know how powerful we really are. Every now and then we stick our head out. We stick our head out every now and then and say, you know, I, I'm, I'm here. But then we go back down, belittle ourselves because why we've been taught how to please others. And we please and, and perform for others so much that we lost who we were. So at point, some point in time, your true self has been fighting and saying, hold up, I'm ready to come out. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of living for everybody else. When are you going to do us? When do we become selfish enough to say we want to live too? Somebody said this a long time ago, and it's so true. My dreams have dreams. My visions have visions. That's the real you talking to you. And it's asking the question, when are you going to be what you're supposed to be? Because I can't never become what's not in me. So you have a thought, you have a vision, you have a dream, you have a goal. That means you already got it. Because you could have never received that revelation if it wasn't in you.
See, there's nothing new under the sun. Everything is already here that you want. It just has to be revealed to you. But when we ate that tree, that fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, we went from lack of knowledge to full-blown knowledge in one bite. And that's not how knowledge, wisdom, understanding comes about. It's a process. You can't go from pre-K to college. It's a process. And we can't get, we can't fall in love with all this instant gratification because there was nothing instant that about it. They may have been revealed with whatever social media put out, whatever the news media put out there, but that person was probably working on whatever it is they was working for for years, for days, for hours. It just became aware to us at that moment. And that's the same thing Antonio said a minute ago. You might not have been thinking about a certain type of car until you purchased it or you thought about purchasing it, then you start seeing that car all the time. But it was always there, just like your gift, just like your power. It's there. And it's saying, when are you going to become aware of who you are and what you have to offer the world? Because when our creator gave you that gift, he gave you that gift to gift others. And the world is saying, can you please share your gift? That's it. Well, appreciate you, man. Y'all give me just a few minutes. Denise, unmute your microphone for me if you can. Yep. You got my final thoughts. Say words. Close this out. Yep. Whatever you want to say, you closing this out, you got the final thoughts. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> okay. It's going to be real simple. It's going to be real Make it work however you want to do it. <laughs> and he that have an ear, let him hear. That's God. There it is. All right, everybody. <laughs> Appreciate you. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week for this class. At week two, and we'll stretch this out to week four, four weeks, because we clearly got to deal with the subconscious mind a lot. Love you all. Appreciate you. Don't forget to get so happy and grateful and have fun and all of your curls are popping. Good job. Good job. Appreciate y'all. So, Ray, thank you, man. I'm new. <laughs> oh, no. Appreciate y'all.